Ah, hello. Thank you very much indeed for downloading the podcast. Uh, alongside me, as always, is Matt Dyson. But it doesn't beat camping. That's right. Um, we're going to be getting into camping a little later on. But I wanted to start the podcast intro um, this week by wishing the best of luck to Christian O'Connell and his family on their big move to Australia. Oh, it's so huge. It is, it? but it is huge, isn't it? Can you imagine doing that, relocating? I mean, I watch uh, Wanted Down Under quite a lot with... Uh, used to be Nadia Sawalawala, huh? Yeah. And now it's... What's her name who used to be on Pop Idol? Nikki Chapman. Nikki Chapman. But don't talk yeah. about Nikki Chapman, because you know I've got a soft spot for Nikki. If you bring her up, I get... <laughs> she's, she's too excited. She, I was once a little hungover, and I watched, you know, Down Under, Down yeah, Under with Nikki yeah, Chapman. Yeah. I, I, felt, I felt aroused, and I felt quite tearful at yeah, the same it's time. Yeah, it's a real and emotional... Any woman who can get me into that sweet oh, spot... Oh, yeah. It's, it's the great. one for me. Perfect. Perfect time for a cry, isn't it? We'll bleep that out. We'll bleep that out. <laughs> no, it is a very emotional show, isn't it? But then imagine doing that in real life. It's uh, it's quite daunting, but very exciting at the same time. And he's even taking his dog with him. What are you looking at me like that I'm looking for? at you because I was about to do a heartfelt speech about my Sorry. good friend Christian O'Connor relocating and end up with you saying cry. That's why. He is a great guy. You know, I, but, but I, I've got a lot to thank him for. He rescued me when I was in limbo. Well, let's have some. Let's yeah. share some nice stories about him then. So, yeah, you you were you were working. With, we were working together on uh, the late great XFM. Yeah, we worked together many years ago. But then uh, they sort of started to change XFM, and then I was uh, sort of left without a job. And he came and rescued me. Yeah. You know, and he took me in, took me under his wing, gave me a platform, uh, and uh, and then uh, I left him. Uh, <laughs> came to join for you. me, yeah. But in you. fairness, he, ga- he gave you a platform, but you were <laughs> hidden behind this sheet of glass. Well, I was. I, was, like, I released you from the cage. I was kept in a glass cage. Basically, yeah. who do you like more, Christian I mean, or me? Yeah, Let's yeah. cut to the hey, chase. Hey, look, I love you both equally, as you know. Um, when I was uh, when I was <laughs> offered the uh, amazing opportunity to come and join the Absolute Radio family uh, as the he's the he's the big daddy here, isn't he, Christian? He is, you know, Twelve yeah. years. Well, he always breakfast. has been. You know. he, he messaged me straight away saying like, "You're going to love it here. Please come on over." So based on you know, I mean, obviously, I'm my own person. I had to make my own decisions, but based on that, I thought, "Wow, what a lovely thing for Christian to do." That's the breakfast show host. That's why I'm going to make the move. And then yeah. just six months later, he's emigrated to the other yeah, side of the yeah. world. So thanks for that, Christian. <laughs> Didn't give you a heads up on that one. And now I. And now I'm here missing not playing Little Mix anymore. <laughs> it's just gutting, isn't it? Um, we, are, we have been given the great honour of, um, well, taking over the breakfast show, which is going to be launching on the 4th of June. Yeah, um, and it's been nice getting to know. We're gonna, we, obviously, Matt and I are going to be stepping in. Um, there's going to be some new people, but also Glenn and Emma are still going to be on the show, which is fantastic. I've worked with Glenn before, and it, Emma seems absolutely lovely. Yeah, yeah, they're both lovely, yeah. And just getting to know producer Claire a little bit. I, you know, I just looked over at a computer screen right now during recording. The first thing she was looking at was a gif of otters going down a slide. And then she just had a giant picture of Wesley Snipes on the screen. So <laughs> it's nice to know what you're into, Claire. Yeah. <laughs> They're the two, the two groups she's in on Facebook, aren't they? The two, oh, otters and Wesley Snipes. The best of yeah. Wesley Snipes. Yeah. If you were to find a picture of Wesley Snipes and a pet otter, I mean, that would, oh. be, that would be the dream. Wesley holding an otter. Um, so listen, coming up on the podcast... You, uh, we talk um, shaving in a very public way. Uh, we have listeners confessing to their own family members, which was incredibly awkward oh, radio so to tense. make. So uh, we have more misheard lyrics. Uh, thank you very much indeed for downloading. The next couple of podcasts, by the way, are going to be best ofs. We've focused on the best of the guests we've had on the Home Time Show and the times we've probably overshared. Like we have in this intro bit in many ways. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, and then, as I say, Matt and I are going to be back <laughs> on the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute yeah. Radio launching on the 4th of June. First guest, Nikki Chapman. <laughs> yes! <laughs> <laughs>
The Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio. Alongside me, as always, no catchphrase needed, Matt Dyson. Hello, once again, David. Um, so, I, uh, you, you and a producer Amanda seem desperate to talk about the fact I've shaved. Which uh, well, I don't think is of particular no. interest to anyone, if, <laughs> no, I'm, no, no, no. if I'm honest. It's the manner in which you shaved, I think, that's a bit more interesting. I mean, you're looking very fresh-faced. I don't know if you can be bothered to scrape your face like that. I haven't, I haven't had a wet shave in about five or six years, you know. I hate it. I, I see, hate it. I see it as a bit of a purge. It gets rid it's of the painful. demons. It's painful. Scraping you know, if I've had a big skin. weekend, I need a Sunday shave. Yeah. It just helps all the wow, this badness go away. But yesterday, you'd had a few drinks before you had a shave, which to me sounds uh, dangerous. I normally shave when I've opened a bottle of wine. It's only because the lovely Sarah <laughs> wow. just came in. She went, oh my goodness. I think I think she's ever seen me clean shaven before. Yeah, yeah. It takes years You off. look so young, you do. Yeah. Bordering on becoming a little bit insulting. Like, oh, if you ever need <laughs> to be a different age, that is what you do. So it's like, okay, yeah. Sarah, let's find a sweet spot here, okay? Because with a few days growth, you look well old. You do, mate. yeah. Let's, well let's old. Keep, let's keep the, the sweet spot. Yeah, let's, let's keep the clutch yes. bites going when it so comes anyway, to shaving. Not only did you have a half-cut shave, but then you, oh, put, a, no, you put a picture on Instagram. Well, this is it, because I... I, I, I we all saw it. I lathered up my face <laughs> with Gillette um, shaving foam. The best a man can get. The yeah. best a man can get, and then even a half-cut half one. Um, and then I um, <laughs> I photographed myself and put it on my Instagram page. And but I didn't know I didn't know that until this morning. Really? No, it's wow. not, and that's not because I was drinking too much or anything. Please shave responsibly. Wherever you're shaving, whoever you are, shave responsibly. But I just, I'd forgotten about it until I went to have it a little look on what the world's getting real, up to today. real insight like, into you in the bathroom. Uh, and it was worth doing just for the hashtag Dave Shave. I mean, that's where you should do it from every time you do it now. Dave's hashtag Big Dave Shave. shave. Yeah. Every, <laughs> I might try to get sponsored for yeah. it or something. Yeah, sure. um, anyway, yes, yeah, so um, that's quite quite mortifying. Are we sure we don't want to talk about my dad trying his first ever espresso martini instead? Well, we can talk about that as well, but I think you shaving is, is a very interesting subject. My dad, we went for lunch um, and he wanted an Irish coffee, which is quite retro, but they're oh, delicious. Yes. I mean, has anyone yeah, had yeah. an Irish coffee oh, in years? Yes. Love an Irish I used to coffee. love an yeah, Irish yeah. coffee. Uh, and I said, well, Dad, let me, really allow strong, me, it? if you trust me as your only son, to blow your mind. Yeah. It's in it's in the Irish coffee world. Yeah. Um, it's called Nespresso Martini. Nice. And that is, it was that moment, that decision that led to 24 hours later, me shaving myself and putting <laughs> pictures of it on Instagram. <laughs> Dave Berry. This is Absolute Radio. Yeah, the, the shaving on Instagram was a big... <laughs> Big mistake. No, I think I want more of it. I want when, more of when, it. when you might, I'm, I'm just saying, when you originally look at this, you might go, "Oh, maybe Dave's trying to do some kind of smouldering, smoky eye." Yeah. But when you know that I've had a few to drink, <laughs> it's just like this slightly cross-eyed guy falling into his own shaving mirror. It's amazing, and there's a little bit of definition on the shoulder you can oh, see. Wow. Nice, your show's been I think working that's just out. Just a dirty spot. Well, it's, it's just a smudge. Just, and uh, I mean, it's a very well-taken picture. I'm not sure how you took it. Because, well, yeah. what I do. Is because I don't like to, to. I don't. I'm not a big selfie guy. So yeah. what I do is I, I flip the camera around so right. you can see the screen, and I put the timer on. Because if you put the little oh, clock nice. at the beginning, so you, so just <laughs> for just ten seconds shaving. before that was <laughs> taken, I'm just kind of leaning in, leaning into the sink. <laughs> and come on, come on, and and pout, and whatever you do, don't forget you've posted this. <laughs> the Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio.
Great having you on board the show. Um, how you doing, Matt Dyson? Good. It's amazing how we start this first talkie bit at ten past four every single day, isn't it? All the the news and the sport and the music all is perfectly timed, so we start at ten. Past it's almost like sometimes we occasionally plan what we're doing. Yeah, it's impressive. Although I hate to point it out and be a radio geek, but yesterday we actually did the first talkie bit at eight minutes past. Really? Oh, oh no, yeah. you've ruined it. So the it. one time you brought that up, I'm sure everyone at home was keeping track of it. So yeah, that's fine. They'll probably know about it. Um, well, it's lovely having you on board, as I was saying. Um, Earlier today, I did a radio conference full of radio people talking about radio. I was a special guest to talk about our uh, impending move to the breakfast show. Oh, yeah. Which some people here have been keen uh, to keep under wraps when that date would be. Um, It only came to my attention recently that Christian, uh, the outgoing breakfast show host, has been, without giving the date of when we start away, been saying that he's here until Friday on Mm. the 18th, then it's Richie for two weeks, and then something new's happening. So if you were anywhere near a calculator or had a GCSE in maths, then you you pretty much know we're going to be starting on the 4th of June. He'd already given it away. (laughs) Well, we don't mind. He's broken Um, the embargo there. I I love that Christian's been, this is so Christian, he's been so open about the things that he's going to need when he gets to Australia. His Twitter feed is just like, which broadband provider shall I use? all this stuff. Uh, yeah, it's it's yeah. good that he's planning ahead. I saw his dog being packed off the other day as well because he's yeah. taking the dog. A lovely style. new life for the dog running up and down on the beach. Yeah, it's beautiful. Well, yeah. But as for us, Matt, yeah. staying here in Blighty, the great yeah. honour of taking over that show, launching the new one on the 4th of June. We do have plans we think that you are going to like. And one of those plans, well, I, I let slip to Harriet Scott, who was the person oh. interviewing me, the lovely Harriet, from Magic FM Breakfast, mm. which she does alongside Ronan Keating. Yeah. Now, you pointed something out to me, uh, as I was a bit of a newbie here, that the water cooler here on the third floor is useless. Yeah. We have to put on Hey Jude or I Am The Resurrection so to have enough time to get half a pint of water. I mean, it's like the slowest trickle imaginable. It, re- it takes ages to fill a pint glass. That's right, we're having water cooler chat, everyone. Yeah. yeah deal with it. This is uh, going to literally be a water cooler moment. Very slow on our floor, but on the, the one outside the Magic Studio, exactly the same water cooler, much faster flow. Just one floor below. Yeah. So I told her of our plans uh, as of, you know, week commencing the 4th of June to liberate their water cooler and possibly perform some kind of swap yeah that was the plan so how are we going to go about it then well what i thought we'd do is we'd uh put ourselves in overalls and uh go down as if posing as workmen to the second floor okay set up one of those like workmen's tents i see around the water cooler area thus blocking the magic breakfast show's view of what is happening behind behind this tented area and in a matter of minutes we can bring down the old water cooler from up here swap it uh, bring the other one back up here and no one will be any the wiser. We'll have a much faster water cooler, they'll have the slow one and they'll just think theirs is broken or something. Well, this is a brilliant plan, slightly more realistic than the one I had, which is because obviously we know with Mission Impossible they have that amazing face technology where they can put on the prosthetics look like someone else. Yeah. And I thought I might venture down there and go, hello everyone, it's me, <laughs> Roden Keaton. I've just got to move the water cooler, if that's okay with yeah. you. What, yeah, I mean, you could do that as well. But in, in Irish accent is what yeah. you're thinking. Yeah, but what if you, yeah, we'd have to, like, um, kidnap Ronan first so he doesn't go into the studio, wouldn't we? OK, put Ronan Keaton in the back right. of the van, which yeah. is weird because it's not the first time I've said that on the radio. <laughs> the Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio. Now, if Matt Dyson, uh, my good friend and co-host, was to turn to me right now and say something like, uh, I don't know. Dave, I've never blagged anything for free in my whole life. 
I'd every right to turn to him and go, hmm, chinny record. <laughs> yes, chinny, chinny record. Yeah, you would. Uh, which isn't something I thought about saying to anybody in many a year. <laughs> uh, but now, um, either driven by a journalistic desire and slash or a quiet news day, the Metro have asked the big question, where does Chinny Recon come from? Yeah. Now, we hope that this is landing with some of you guys and you remember what, we, what we're talking about here, but it was something that was kind of popularised at school um, and it meant that someone was possibly telling a little bit of a lie. So mm. it was traditionally accompanied by a stroke of the chin and a raised yeah. eyebrow, an expression of amused disbelief. Yeah. Um, Chinny Racon. At my school, I seem to remember it being focused around Jimmy Hill and his chin. Okay. It was more Jimmy Hill stroke of the chin. And then it evolved over time. Uh, but according to this article, it stopped being used by youngsters in the 90s. That's when it, That's when the cut-off was. They said, right, stop saying Chinny Racon. Yeah, well, it was, it was popular from the 70s onwards in many mm, playgrounds. So. Um, it was particularly popular uh, in the north of England, and many believe that it started... In the West Country, wow. producer Amanda. I think it certainly did. <laughs> <laughs> Which is where we've also learned on this show in just a, a couple of weeks ago that Megatrend <laughs> comes from. Megatrend. Mega, that's really great, Megatrend. <laughs> you got them new trainers, that's Megatrend. No, you ain't, Chinny Recon. <laughs> yeah, and that's just how I imagine it would have gone in a yeah. playground what? in the 80s in the West the Country. The West Country is the home of all uh, playground catchphrases, it oh, would appear. It's quite amazing. My only, um, my only issue with this, yeah. as I say, driven by journalistic instincts. Are you saying Chinny Recon to the Chinny Recon story? Oh my goodness, we're, <laughs> we're the inception of Chinny Recon. Yeah. Uh, a, for example, I remember using it at school uh, in the early 1990s and it was Itchy Beard. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you had Jimmy Itch, Hill, Jimmy it went Hill, to Chinny Recon, then I went, mmm, beard, Which I always was one of my trigger points. Really? Yeah, yeah. I, I hated getting bearded, Matt. Did you? It's like <laughs> yeah. when they called Martin McFly a chicken. It was yeah, set that you was off it. like, no one says Itchy Beard to me. <laughs> yeah, not even Biff Tannen. <laughs> I'll take him on. Um, but I'm saying Chinny Recon to Chinny Recon because oh. my friend at school, Paul Hayes, claimed that <laughs> really? he invented Chinny Recon. Really? That oh, he wow. then, he then, as an artist of the catchphrase, chose to evolve into Itchy Beard, <laughs> as is his want. Yeah, yeah. Um, wow, so he was the creator. Well, that's what he says. Well, you've got to believe when Paul Hayes says something, you've got to believe it, haven't you? He's a man of his word. <laughs> he is a man of his word. Um, so that begs the question... Was there a person at your school who claimed, whether they did or not, but did they claim that they invented a certain something? Because wow. everybody had that, didn't they? Yeah. Or if they weren't inventing, if they weren't coming up with things that they had invented, then they were inventing things on behalf of their parents. Yeah, that's like it, what yeah. car their dad had, or what yeah, their mum did, yeah. or who their mum had met, or something like Simon that. Simon Collins at my school claimed that his uh, granddad invented soft scoop ice cream. <laughs> I mean, I've, and oh. I've got no reason to disbelieve it. It's not a really exciting claim, but you know, I mean, I sort of believe it. But he's put together quite a nice lie there, particularly for someone of school age because yeah. it's 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 bigger it's big you know yeah. soft scoop ice cream is a global phenomenon yeah. i wouldn't want to live in a world without soft scoop ice cream exactly but at the same token it's just niche enough <laughs> yeah, for you not to, <laughs> not to be able to check yeah. up on it it's yeah. not like oh my dad's got a ferrari <laughs> yeah. which was a big one yeah, you know it yeah, used to go yeah, around yeah, at yeah. school yeah you yeah. get itchy bearded for that all day long oh, yeah. um so 8 12 15 on the text or tweet us at absolute radio we want to hear about those characters during your school days who claim they invented something totally awesome 
Breathe with Dave Berry on Absolute Radio. It's a Dave Berry show on your Thursday evening here on Absolute Radio. I'm joined right now by Mr. Sky Cinema himself, Alex Zane. Al, great to see you again. Thanks for having me back, Dave. Uh, we have. Why are you, what are you doing? That? Oh, you've been back up north <laughs> to see up, the family. Been up north for the weekend. It comes back slightly when I go home. But you've come back really tanned as well, though. It's very sunny these days, Leeds. That's In global, Leeds, it's global right. warming for you. <laughs> up north, they love it. You look fantastic. You do. You look with the northern twang and this kind of like orange exterior. You could be like a nightclub entertainer. I don't know if about orange. Not sure I'm, not sure I'm happy about that. I thought it was sort of a nice golden brown, but okay, okay. orange. Golden brown it is. Um, let's move on from um, golden brown mm. to atomic blonde, shall we? Very Which are nice. two colours that feature in my living room. <laughs> in the wallpaper. Um, now, I know that we like to pepper as many um, showbiz anecdotes as we possibly can into our Thursday evening uh, movie chat over a cup of tea. Mm. We've already had uh, me uh, being quite near Clive Owen on an aeroplane. I remember that great one. That was great. Last week, we, well, that wowed a few. We got a few tweets about that, let me tell you. I bet. Uh, then you trumped everything we talked about when you said you shared the same butcher as director Christopher Nolan. Thank you very much, yeah. Big uh, deal. Well, the star of Atomic Blonde is, of course, Charlize Theron. Mm-hmm. And um, I was once in a restaurant with her. Oh, my God. Did you just... Did that go out? Have you said that live? Well, I wanted to save it. I've been saving it for a few years. I wasn't technically... Well, I say with her. Uh-huh. I wasn't with her with her. Uh, do you want me to act surprised? <laughs> she was... <laughs> oh, She was weren't? in the same... She was <laughs> right. in the same restaurant right, as right, me. Right, right, Okay. So, um... Okay, that's great. We're going to keep those coming, guys. Yeah. Um, so there we go. We started strong with celebrity anecdotes. Mm. Um, right, Atomic Blonde. Mm. Do we have a film here that can run and run? Do we have the female-led Jason Bourne movies? I don't know if it's going to get a sequel. I do think it deserves one. I thought it was a, a great film. Like you said, uh, Charlize Theron is in full ass-kicking mode in this movie. Just to set the scene, it's 1989. She's in Berlin just as the wall is about to come down. She plays an MI6 agent on the hunt for this uh, missing list of all MI6's undercover operatives. And if you feel that sounds familiar, then you've probably seen a spy movie at some point. How many right, movies okay. are based on a missing list of yeah. undercover agents? But... It is still a great film. Uh, Good things first. Number one, uh, Charlize Theron is brilliant in it. Uh, I think she's a fantastic actress anyway, from things like Young Adult to uh, Mad Max. Uh, She's great, and she's really good in the action sequences. Number two of the good things... The action sequences. Right, OK. Um, they're gritty, brutal fights. Well, that's why I made the Bourne comparison, because right. it's that kind of quick-cutting, Paul Greengrass-esque mm. hand-to-hand combat stuff, isn't it? Well, certainly, and it has that Jason Bourne vibe where she basically uses uh, so many different household objects to beat the crap out of the bad guys. So she'll like, pick up a frying pan, a hose pipe, a small child, whatever it is, she'll use them uh, as Just weapons. an FYI, a small child is not a household object. <laughs> That is true. I I feel I should apologise. Yeah. And finally, the soundtrack is just epic. You've got bands like Depeche Mode, New Order, Blondie, obviously, and The Cure all on there. So those are the good things. Got a couple of minor issues. Minor issue number one. Minor issue number one is considering it's uh, set around the fall of the Berlin Wall, I'm disappointed there's no cameo from David Hasselhoff <laughs> performing I've been looking for freedom. <laughs> because that actually happened in his light-up leather jacket. Missed oh, a trick there. I think it's a great song as well. That spent eight weeks at the top of the German chart in 1989. It's absolute is- radio, everyone. Don't touch that dial. <laughs> Uh, my second problem with this movie, and I apologise to anyone who actually has this name, but I struggle with uh, Charlize Theron's character, uh, Secret Agent, being called Lorraine 
I just don't okay. think it's a very sort of spy name. And granted, that might be because because the only Lorraine I know is Lorraine Kelly. <laughs> um, you do know what I mean, though. It, it's for me, it's kind of like if someone does an everyday job and has the name of like a character from a movie. Like you sort of walked into your geography class at school, and the teacher's like, "Hello, I'm Mr. Dracula." <laughs> yeah, okay, I'll get you. Right? Yeah, oh. like Max Power, who works in accounts. <laughs> yeah, like hello and welcome to the BBC News. I'm Luke Skywalker. Yeah, okay, yeah, I'll get you. Yeah, okay. Those two minor issues aside, Atomic Bond is well worth your time. It's fantastic. The Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio. Well, yesterday we established on the show, uh, well, much against my want and will, that my Instagram was the place to go for tipsy shaving, mm-hmm. which coincidentally was also my cabaret name. Um, <laughs> so tipsy shaving over my Insta. <laughs> but for all your artisan needs, look no further than Mr. Matt Dyson. Because wow. it, it was it was on the show when we started to talk about, about your homestead and how you'd reclaimed <laughs> right. your kitchen and your wow. shelves were made yeah. out of... Stuff that is some Dutch yeah. wood or yeah, something. Yeah. Um, and now you've moved. For, just lo- looking at your collection of pictures, which aren't many. Yeah, um, there's no. a rather disturbing one of you and I. We were both wearing um, oh, yeah. masks of my face. Mm. There's something about Nottingham Forest in there, I believe. Oh, right. But the rest of it is is cheese. Mm. Nice restaurants. Yeah. Um, kind of high end camping. Yes. Yeah. And now you've moved into the beverage market. <laughs> yeah, so well, you've I been. Mean, how many drinks have you had today? Do you I've need had a wee a few wee? It's very warm. You know, you got to take on lots of fluids, Dave. Well, but tea is tea a good so thing. So I was out for tea in the. It's nice to have tea on a hot sunny day. It's actually supposed to be quite good for cooling you down. My nan used to say that, but I don't know if that's yeah. an urban uh, legend. I think, or it, I think it is actually true. 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 But uh, it was just. I was just out with my wife having a nice cup of tea in the sunshine, so I thought I'd take a picture of that. But that's that is a lovely. As many people have commented, that is a great coloured cup of tea. It is, yeah, it's perfect, perfect coloration there, and the sun sort of glinting off the surface of the tea as well. It was, it was just nice. And so I, did, I presume, did you, did you, did you potter this cup just before you took the picture? Were you at the potter's wheel? <laughs> no, we were at a little tea room in the countryside, so it was nice. It was a nice sunny morning. But then my mind was blown by the next drink, so I had to get a second drink when I saw this in the fridge because I, I, you know, I'm pretty old. I'm 41 years old but I can still, still discover, (laughs) I'm amazed I can still discover soft drinks that I haven't tried yet. I I thought I'd tried them all. I thought I'd tab clear. I've had a lot of them. I was going to say, this is the man who did a solid half an hour (laughs) on this very show about tab clear. But I have never discovered this. It's by uh, the soft drinks company Old Jamaica, which they make ginger beer. There's there's a lot of ginger beer. You see the ginger beer in the the fridge I'm familiar with their ginger beer very spicy but I did not know about their grape soda oh, okay, have you ever right. heard of grape soda I, I haven't mean, well I have now I've never come across it what was it like it's sparkling oh you've double pictured up double you've got in the can it. and yeah, out of the can, can I've only just like. realised yeah, you've double yeah, pictured yeah. Uh, it's, a, it's a sparkling grape flavour soft drink it's Looks. like it's like wine like a soft drink it's like schlur have you been drinking but again but nice <laughs> <laughs> and it's a soft drink it is so incredibly purple I mean there's a lot you know there's a lot of colouring going into this but it's a very sort of artificial tasting flavour that reminded me of something you'd get from a sweet shop as a child, but I couldn't quite put my finger on it. But I loved it. Uh, and I just, you know, it's just nice in this day and age to find things you haven't tried before. You describe it here as a quote-unquote so impossibly purple. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. I mean, it is. Um, Look at the picture. Well, let's go through some of the comments, shall we? Um, Stalben asks, was it nice? Yeah, well, it was. The answer's yes. 
Oh, that you've one. already answered underneath. Yeah, 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 yeah I yeah. see that. It's I see nice. that now. Uh, but I mean, I so I had two drinks. My wife always has two drinks whenever she goes out. Katie. Yeah. So it's Katie's two drink minimum. Yeah, I mean, I call, I call her like uh, Katie two two drinks, Katie two scoops. You remember like uh, Wesley two scoops Berry from American Gladiators? Remember him? <laughs> he used to he came over to British Gladiators at one point. Is he related to you in any way? All berries are related so to me. Many. Ali, Chuck, Mary, Nick, you name <laughs> yeah, it, all Matt, of them. we're all related. Wesley two scoops Berry. I don't that's, remember that's, why did I not oh, remember Gladiator with the surname there Berry? There was a big crossover when uh, America met Britain and they oh. fought each other. It's great, great, great days of television. Uh, but I call her two. Because whenever she goes, she goes, I'll have one like alcoholic drink, a glass of wine, and then I'll have a Diet Coke with that. So one to oh. quench her thirst, one to serve her need for booze. And which wife doesn't want to have an affectionate nickname after a male gladiator <laughs> from the 1990s? How touching. That's beautiful. Dave Berry, just being himself on Absolute Radio. It's the Killers in Human on the Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio. Good evening, everyone. It's quarter past six. Now, Tesco Mobile know that the little things make a big difference. And with Tesco Mobile Family Perks, they give you monthly rewards for you and your family when you are on Tesco Mobile together. So this week, we want to give you a chance to tell a little secret, um, something you've been keeping from a family member. Get it off your chest, live on air, and you could be winning £1,000 for confessing, plus we'll give the relative you confess to £1,000 as well. So if you've got a secret that you've kept from a family member, you want to get live on air and win some money, just head to absoluteradio.co.uk. And right now... Well, I've been doing this for a long while, Matt, as you have, Mm. and there's certain moments in live radio where you think... This could go one of two ways. <laughs> yeah. This is either another award for the shelf, <laughs> or this is me apologising <laughs> for foul language at quarter past six. Yeah. So let's start, shall we, on this um, uneven path um, with Zoe. Good evening, Zoe. A warm welcome to the show. Good evening, Dave. It's lovely having you on board. How are you tonight? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. A little bit nervous. Yeah, I, I, I can imagine, because obviously we're in the know with what's about to happen here. Yeah. Uh, and it involves, quite heavily in fact, uh, your husband, Martin, who is on line two. Good evening to you, Martin. Good evening, Dave. Uh, great to see you. I know that uh, whilst we were just enjoying um, uh, the killers there, you were told, uh, oh, by the way, just a little off-air warning, no swearing, and you so rightfully said that sounds ominous. <laughs> uh, <yeah>. um, <laughs> so, uh, Martin, Zoe, Zoe, Martin. <laughs> Oh, hello, Zoe. Hi. Oh, what a lovely-sounding couple they make. <laughs> OK, uh, so um, we know that, Martin, you've been dispatched on a fake errand to your parents' house so that we could get you on the phone this evening. I have, yes, and I've been uh, painting the garage, so um, I hope it's all worth it. Yes, yeah, so do uh, I. I hope I'm not going to be too upset about what I've just been listening to and the <sighs> secret that's going to be told. Oh, OK, not. OK. So, um, Zoe... The floor is all yours, but just to put some little spicy meatballs in there, um, what you're about to tell us takes place around Martin's grandmother's 80th birthday party. That's right. So we'd not been together that long, to be fair, Um, and it was was seven years ago. Um, But at the time, I had a bit of a dilemma. Um, Do you remember when it was your grand's 80th birthday and you were having the big... Um, celebration oh, the, the, in, in the Ireland. In Ireland, in Belfast. 
Yeah, so basically it was, it, was a, it was a massive like four-day event and you were going over for that yeah. and you asked me to go along with you, but we'd not been together that long. <laughs> you um, keep pointing that out, I like that, Zoe. <laughs> it's a good tactic. I felt a little bit kind of nervous about it anyway and yeah. um, a couple of my friends um, invited me to go to Glastonbury and it was a clash of dates. Um, to Glastonbury? <laughs> Yeah, so it was a clash of dates at the same time, um, and I I actually ended up going to Glastonbury. What? <laughs> yeah. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. Uh, yeah, I I went what, to Glastonbury. On my, my grand's birthday. Yeah, I didn't I didn't feel like I could should go with you, so I I went to Glastonbury. You, you just met. You just let's use that tagline. That's nice. You just you just met. <laughs> We've not long I'm been a, together. I, I, but we, we've uh, we've been planning to do Glastonbury ourselves together because I've, I've never actually been and, and neither of you and but you have. Well, I have been. Yeah, I did go. And, and you missed can... my grand's eightieth. So... But we will still go together. I can't believe that. I'm quite shocked at that. Well, Martin, look at it that Zoe did a recce. For the special time you're going to have at Glastonbury, she was, you know, the canary down the mine. She went to just yeah. check it out for you, find a nice camping spot. Oh, so I know. We've been chatting about this, doing Glastonbury together and making a big special Yeah, special and you are, you are absolutely going to love it. <laughs> You've been. <laughs> yeah, but we're going to do it together. Yeah. So, Zoe, Martin asked who was headlining. Who did you get? It's a good question. I should have asked that. I should the have devil's in the detail. Yeah. Yeah. Who, who did you see? To, I went to see Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that's not too bad, though. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. That's all right. It wasn't you, it was Okay, so you can, you can live with someone else seeing Beyonce at Glastonbury. That's not your cup of tea, Martin. It was very muddy that year as well, that's, I think. Yeah, wasn't it? yeah, it was yeah, fine. Very muddy, I think yeah. as well, if, if I recall... <laughs> I rang to speak to you to check that you were okay well, while, while I was away. Martin, here you go, because there's another little part to this story, because not only did you call, but you FaceTimed, so you're thinking, yeah. uh, oh. Zoe had told you, obviously, she had tonsillitis and she was unwell, but yet she did take your FaceTime call. Where did you do that from, Zoe? I went back to the tent, um, and at the, at the quietest time, but he could still hear music. Well, I'm not surprised it was at a festival. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's got you there, Zoe! <laughs> so I said, I said, oh, you'll never guess, the neighbours have been blasting music all weekend. All quarter of a million of them. <laughs> and, and when he got home, he actually went round and had a word with Oh, him. no! Oh, oh, my God. You didn't even stop him doing that, Zoe! <laughs> <laughs> can, I, can I... Also, yeah. I am sure that you've spent a few... You you were ill for about a week or two. Is that right? I I had a couple of extra days in bed. Did you have a big one at Glastonbury, Zoe? You naughty thing. I needed I recovery time. Absolutely. <laughs> she had trench foot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so, I am sorry. It. And do you know what? It feels really good to tell the truth. Yeah. That's yeah. That's it. it. That's what we're doing. Yeah. That's what's happening on the day. We're on together. Yeah. Um, yeah. It feels great hearing it. <laughs> <laughs> You missed my grand's birthday. Oh, no. Oh, no. There's only one winner here, isn't there? Um, Martin, I mean, how are you feeling? Well, a bit shocked, to be honest, Dave. I, I wasn't expecting that. I, I know when I was on the line listening to 
Um, I knew I was going to hear a secret, but I didn't know it was going to be a whopper. <laughs> yeah, and I'm, 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 not, I want to make things worse here. Yeah, not make things worse here, but a real multi-layered whopper as yeah, well. There was a yeah, lot going on yeah, here. This is trouble, isn't it? Stacking the burgers high on this particular one. Yeah. Um, guys, listen, it's been such a pleasure having you both on the show. You clearly sound lovely, and we know you're going to have a wonderful time at Glastonbury when you both go together as husband and wife. And we're going to give you, Zoe, £1,000 to spend... At Glastonbury, and do you know what, Martin? It seems only fair. We're going to give you a thousand pounds as well. So there when you, you go. do go, you're going well, in style. Well. Oh, that's well, amazing! Thank, thank you. you. You're all happy with that? Yay! Okay, give it up for Zoe and Martin, everyone. <laughs> Whew, all thanks to Tesco Mobile. Uh, all this week, we're giving you a chance to reveal a secret to a family member. <sighs> if you announce it now, you could win some money. Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. The Dave Berry Show. On Absolute Radio. Um, what else have you got for us um, tonight, Al? Because we know that there's a, a movie that stars somebody from Game of Thrones, which is always going to prick the world's interests. Right. When those people from that epic series start to reach out into the world of the big screen. If only it had pricked more people's interest. Um, you might not have heard of this movie. It's a, a gritty prison drama called Shot Caller, uh, starring, as you said, Nikolai Costa-Waldo, uh, who plays Jamie Lannister. Well, I wasn't going to say it out loud. Well done. <laughs> Thanks, very Thanks very much. A lot of rehearsal. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of pronouncednames.com. Uh, but no, Nikolai Costa-Waldo plays um, a stockbroker who gets thrown in jail after a car accident for being drunk and driving. And in jail, he finds out the only way to survive is to basically get violent and join this prison gang and things escalate and he has to spend more time in jail and it gets worse and worse and worse for him. And that said... It's not the most original of stories because you sort of think, I kind of have heard that story before. And if anyone saw Vince Vaughan's Brawl on Cell Block 99, oh, just. Uh, goodness, uh, no. Did you? Is it any good? It's horrifying. I mean, it's great and it leaves a mark on you. I just couldn't see Vince Vaughan with a skinhead. That was my thing. I just saw, I literally judged the book by its cover. I judged the movie by its cover art. I struggled with it. I honestly struggled with some, uh, and I can't believe I'm saying this because I'm like, oh yeah, violence, but like. (laughs) It means in films. In films, specifically in films. If you see me on the street. Mainly in films. You see me on the street, not into violence. There's a guy who likes violence. Let's go hit him. No. Don't, don't, don't. Uh, but uh, it sort of shares a lot of the same beats as uh, Brawl and Cellbook 99, uh, but this is less violent. But it's um, it's just a, a really good movie. And, you know, from my personal experience, it accurately represents uh, life in a maximum security prison <laughs> in America. Yeah. Yep. It's the closest to the thing you experienced over that decade. I, I, look, I was once in detention at school for you were, I remember. skipping school to watch uh, a uh, pirate copy of The Crow on VHS. <laughs> So I can only imagine maximum security prison is similar. <laughs> um, let's move on from one kind of prison to another. Um, there is a big wedding day coming up. <laughs> I'm only saying that because my lovely wife is listening. I'm joking. If anything, you're the one in prison in this analogy. Um, but of course, uh, this brave, May... Brave. I know, that was a big move. Uh, in celebration of the royal wedding, uh, Sky Cinema, you guys have created the ultimate wedding collection uh, with all the biggest and most iconic wedding movies all in one place. Uh, you can get the full wedding fix on Sky Cinema um, at Sky Cinema Weddings, which is available from the 18th of May. So Bridesmaids is in there. Mm. 27 dresses, Mike and Dave need wedding dates. I love that film. My best friend's wedding, which I really adored. Um, there's a load in there. The Wedding Singer's in there too, which is a- an iconic movie. I 
I'm glad you picked that one. I think from the list, that's my favourite on there. I mean, Bridesmaids is great, but, you know, The Wedding Singer, if we go back to when Adam Sandler could do no wrong. I mean, this is a long time before Grown Ups, Grown Ups 2, oh. Jack and Jill, oh. Spanglish. Oh, uh, I forgot about Spanglish. There's, a, there's an ever-growing list, The Ridiculous Six. So this is back when <gasps> this is back when Adam Sandler was making movies like Happy Gilmore, which is brilliant, and, of course, this, The Wedding Singer alongside Drew Barrymore. It's just a, a wonderful, touching, funny film. And uh, I think if uh, ever a movie was going to get you in the spirit for uh, Harry and Meg's nuptials, then uh, this is it. <laughs> The Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio. Jay says he invented hot wheat bix Oh, yes. Yeah, well, I mean, really? Surely not. When he means hot wheat bix presumably he means with hot milk. I presume so, which I have kind of fond memories of my Irish granddad eating every morning. Really? When, when, yeah. yeah, Nan and Granddad would look after us in the summer holidays when Mum and Dad were at work, Granddad would have... He'd have, like, it seemed like... He was a big fella, Grandad. Mm. He'd have like six wheat bix. Oh right, wow! Hot six, milks. Yeah. Um, he'd have like loads of spoons of sugar, and yeah. I think he'd have some whiskey on there as well. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> and he'd just go out to work. It's like a hot toddy. Which was a shame because he was a, a doctor. But yeah. <laughs> no kidding. Um, well, yeah. I mean, I presume it's that one. Or so I've heard of people toasting wheat bix biscuits. You, know, you put, mean like to wheat bix no, no, putting no. them in a toaster. Oh right, okay. And then sp- some people spread butter on wheat bix biscuits. You know, they do some weird things. So I don't know if he means that, if he invented... He may have invented both. Oh, well, knows? it's more likely, Jay, that you invented toasting Weetabix as to hot milk with a cereal. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, although one of my mates at school, Nick Fox, I'm pretty sure he invented hot ribena. He used to call it hot ribe. He was <laughs> <laughs> such a dude. That's I mean, so mega trend. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was like... It was... Because it, it's so different to cold ribe. Hot Ribena. <laughs> it's like a whole new drink. I mean, seriously. It's it quite impressive. Never say Hot Ribe on air again. <laughs> Just going to make a little note of that for after the show. Um, my friend in high school said she wrote the song Summer of 69, uh, which we've discussed on the show before, obviously, after the yeah. misheard lyric, which will be returning tomorrow, by the way, of um, I had my first real sex dream mm. instead of I bought my yeah. first real sick string. Uh, she also claimed to be a secret millionaire. From Asia in Glasgow. Thank right, you for that. Okay, yeah. um, hey, Absolute. We used to have Itchy Beard and Chinny Recon, and then that extended into Brucey Bonus. Oh, This nice. was at school in Leicester in the yes. early 1990s. Good. Dave and Matt, in my school, uh, back in the early 80s, we had Tutankhamun oh. while struggling along with their beard. Yeah, because that long beard, that was the extended version, wasn't it? Yeah. The Egyptology happening at that school is very <laughs> impressive, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. And here's one as well. Uh, Michael Naismith of the Monkeys, the oh, band, yeah. his mum invented Tipex. Wow, that's a fact. That's a fact, is it's it? It's not just one of these things that was made up at school. Wow. Wow. Well, Hayden from Sutton has been in touch and says, uh, Hayden says, their mother, Victoria, genuinely believes that she invented the word Primarni. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what people talk about, Primarni, oh. and the fashion trends from there. And, you know, around the time that word started to be used, maybe she was the first in the area to have started it. You know, it could it could be possible. It's the kind of thing that if you did invent that, you would be quite... You'd be annoyed if it... Yeah, if it, you would, yeah. When do you think, Matt, and I'm, I'm interested to know this, when did you think Primarni started getting used? Because <laughs> <laughs> you spoke say, with real authority yeah, about no, it. No, and I just wondered, when did you start saying I, Primarni? I, 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 I thought it came from, like, one of those Essex shows or something.
something like that, perhaps. Oh, what from late like Towie or noughties, something? Yeah, late noughties. Prim- I've got. I've only been to a Primark twice in my life, so I don't know. Right. But, okay. But Primarni, I'd put it around 2008, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and I say Victoria in Sutton invented it. Yeah, oh, good. Okay. Well done, Victoria. <laughs> ten weeks of tickets. Absolute Radio's ten weeks of tickets. Yes, as part of Absolute Radio's 10 weeks of tickets every day on this, the Home Time Show. I've been giving away a pair of tickets to see the Rolling Stones live in Cardiff's Principality Stadium on Friday the 15th of June. And joining us right now in Cambridge is Charlotte. Good evening, Charlotte. Evening, Dave and Matt. How, How are you doing? doing? Uh, lovely having you aboard. Um, well, you know you were talking to producer of off Fair. We believe that you deal in the business of muffins. Is this true? I do, yes, yes, what, I do. <laughs> whatever the outcome right now, are there any muffins mm-hmm. on offer for us here in the studio? I couldn't possibly confirm until I'm back in the office, but I'm, oh. I've got my fingers crossed for you. OK, and what would you describe as a muffin expert, as the king-slash-queen of the muffin world? Um, my company, I won't mention them, um, we do something called the Duffin, which is a nut Ooh. muffin. What? Um, and it is, it, is, oh, it is the king wow. of the muffin. Wow. Mention your company. What's your company called? Um, it's Muffin Break. Oh, go for it. Why not? Give Muffin Break a little bit of props <laughs> if they've invented that amazing yeah, thing. well done. Um, so anyway, meanwhile, back on the show, um, we asked you which year were the Rolling Stones inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? And the answer was... 1989. Correct. Well done, Charlotte in Cambridge. Uh, that's spot on. So now you go on to our next round of this two-part quiz, which is can you tell us whether the audio you're about to hear is Mick Jagger speaking or our very own Matt Dyson doing an impression of the great man? Are you okay. ready for your first one? I think so. Okay. Is it Mick or Matt? Please tell us what you will do if you are not Mick Jagger. <laughs> Charlotte, that's right, it's over. That might be Matt. <laughs> well, yeah, you see, it, it's not it's not technically Matt, but it is Mick Jagger doing a German accent. Yeah. So, oh. okay, let's move on to the next one. Let's see how you do. Let's. I mean, you know, let's see how you do. Okay, is this is this Mick or Matt? Oh, I'm not going to do that, am I? I'm just going to do what I do. That's what I do. <laughs> Mick or Matt? I'm- I'm going to say Matt again. <laughs> OK, uh, so that was... Was that Mick? Uh, it was Mick, yeah. But I'm also, I actually wasn't thinking that you were wrong now. I was just thinking you have got two wrong so far, so we're going to get so many muffins sent. <laughs> um, OK. And finally, you've got none out of three so far. Can you turn it round with this last clip? Here we go. Anything worth doing... Is worth overdoing, man. I'm going to put my my, my self dignity online and say that, that was Matt, a hundred percent Matt. Okay, so you went Matt, Matt, Matt. Um, yeah. The correct yeah. answers went Mick, Mick, Matt. <laughs> There's a song in there somewhere. Um, but you know what, Charlotte? I mean, your company have invented such an amazing sounding muffin. Yeah. And also, the first one was Mick doing a German accent. The second one was uh, Mick doing an impression of himself on Saturday yeah, Night Live. Yeah, it was a tough one, this one. Producer Amanda, what do you think? Shall we just do the tickets? Shall we get the tickets? You're going to go and see the Rolling Stones. You're going to go and see yeah. the Rolling Stones! <laughs> well done to you, Charlotte. 
much. We're so happy for you. I mean, you literally did nothing, but we are so happy for you. Uh, make the right choice when you get back to the office. Give it up for Charlotte in Cambridge, ten everybody. Absolute Radio's 10 Weeks of Tickets. Great having you on board the show. Um, how you doing, Matt Dyson? Good. It's amazing how we start this first talkie bit at ten past four every single day, isn't it? All the, the news and the sport and the music, all it's perfectly timed, so we start at ten past four. Almost like sometimes we occasionally plan what we're doing. Yeah, it's impressive. Although I hate to point it out and be a radio geek, but yesterday we actually did the first talkie bit at eight minutes past. Really? Oh, oh no, yeah. you've ruined it. So the it. one time you brought that up. I'm sure everyone at home was keeping track of it, so yeah, that's fine. They'll probably know about it. Um, well, it's lovely having you on board, as I was saying. Um, Earlier today, I did a radio conference full of radio people talking about radio. I was a special guest to talk about our uh, impending move to the breakfast show. Oh, yeah. Which some people here have been keen uh, to keep under wraps when that date would be. Um, It only came to my attention recently that Christian, uh, the outgoing breakfast show host, has been, without giving the date of when we start away, been saying that he's here until Friday on Mm. the 18th, then it's Richie for two weeks, and then something new's happening. So if you were anywhere near a calculator or had a GCSE in maths, then you you pretty much know we're going to be starting on the 4th of June. He'd already given it away. (laughs) Well, we don't mind. He's broken Um, the embargo there. I I love that Christian's been, this is so Christian, he's been so open about the things that he's going to need when he gets to Australia. His Twitter feed is just like, which broadband provider shall I use? all this stuff. Uh, yeah, it's it's yeah. good that he's planning ahead. I saw his dog being packed off the other day as well because he's yeah. taking the dog. A lovely style. new life for the dog running up and down on the beach. Yeah, it's beautiful. Well, yeah. But as for us, Matt, yeah. staying here in Blighty, the great yeah. honour of taking over that show, launching the new one on the 4th of June. We do have plans we think that you are going to like. And one of those plans, well, I, I let slip to Harriet Scott, who was the person oh. interviewing me, the lovely Harriet, from Magic FM Breakfast, mm. which she does alongside Ronan Keating. Yeah. Now, you pointed something out to me, uh, as I was a bit of a newbie here, that the water cooler here on the third floor is useless. Yeah. We have to put on Hey Jude or I Am The Resurrection so to have enough time to get half a pint of water. I mean, it's like the slowest trickle imaginable. It, re- it takes ages to fill a pint glass. That's right, we're having water cooler chat, everyone. Yeah. yeah deal with it. This is uh, going to literally be a water cooler moment. Very slow on our floor, but on the, the one outside the Magic Studio, exactly the same water cooler, much faster flow. Just one floor below. Yeah. So I told her of our plans uh, as of, you know, week commencing the 4th of June to liberate their water cooler and possibly perform some kind of swap. Yeah, that was the plan. So, how are we going to go about it then, big guy? Well, what I thought we'd do is we'd uh, put ourselves in overalls and uh, go down as if posing as workmen to the second floor. Set up one of those, like, workmen's tents around the water cooler area, thus blocking the Magic Breakfast Show's view of what is happening behind behind this tented area. And in a matter of minutes, we can bring down the old water cooler from up here, swap it... Uh, bring the other one back up here and no one will be any the wiser. We'll have a much faster water cooler, they'll have the slow one and they'll just think theirs is broken or something. Well, this is a brilliant plan, slightly more realistic than the one I had, which is because obviously we know with Mission Impossible they have that amazing face technology where they can put on the prosthetics to look like someone else. And I thought I might venture down there and go, hello everyone, it's me, (laughs) Roden Keaton. I'm just going to move the water cooler, if that's okay with you. What, yeah, I mean, you could do that as well. But in, in an Irish accent is what you're yeah. thinking. <laughs> yeah, but what if you, yeah, we'd have to, like, um, kidnap Ronan first so he doesn't go into the studio, wouldn't we? OK, put Ronan Keaton in the back right. of the van, which yeah. is weird because it's not the first time I've said that on the radio. <laughs> <laughs>
It's 4 out 5, the brand new one by the Arctic Monkeys here on Absolute Radio where real music matters. And I, for one, think it's very good. Matt Dyson, you a fan? I like that single. I've not heard all of the album, but yeah, I quite like it. No, it's quite an adventure, but Alex Turner can pull that kind of thing off. Uh, we've been talking fourzies, and Dan from Romford is eating a share bag size of cheese and onion ringos. Oh, yes. Get in there. And he's not sharing them with anyone. Of course he I'd isn't. I'd imagine. Of course he isn't. It's just uh, grabbing at it. It's just grabbing. It's just a grab bag. Grab it's that gra- bag. Just grab man. that bag. Grab it, eat it, don't share it. You're like you're miming being a cat again. <laughs> We've <laughs> been here. <laughs> Stop doing it. It's just a grab bag, man. Just I'm just going to grab a snack. Further further Can I grab away? that snack? Yeah, please. Okay, snack grabbed. Uh, now, let's talk about um, Misheard Lyrics, shall we? A oh, returning yeah. feature to the show. We found a great regular feature with just two days until we finish up. <laughs> How's your luck? Uh, now, we start with Katie Lang and Constant Craving um, because Dino from Coventry had spent his whole life thinking that Katie Lang was telling us all that she just can't stand gravy. <laughs> Oh, that's excellent. All together now, those of you who can't stand gravy. Hey. Stand gravy. She hates Bistow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Katie Langner, she does hate Bistow. Yeah. Uh, and also uh, Madonna, of course, erotic, erotic. Oh, yeah. Put your hands all over my body. Uh, and Dan, stuck in traffic on the A12, was not the only person who thought this was an ode uh, to the one and only Twitcher, Bill Oddie. That's got to be one of the original misheard lyrics, yeah, hasn't it? It's a classic, that one. Once again, this big shout out to Bill Oddie. So we are going to be peppering the show with those today. If you had one, you think we should hear it, let us know at 8.12.15 or tweet us at Absolute Radio. Dave Berry. This is Absolute Radio. You've seen the James Bay posters for the new album? You seen them out and about? Mm. Oh, he's very handsome in those pictures. I saw something comparing him to Cristiano Ronaldo. Did you? The, uh, okay. The, uh, mid-noughties Ronaldo. Because when he was on the show, he kind of he, he did bang on a little bit about the fact he's not wearing the hat anymore, and now he's mm. got the hair, and he's like, this just one curl of yeah, hair. Oh, yeah. It's almost like he's just staring into your soul. He's expressing himself with his hair so much now. Um, that was James Bay on, on Absolute Radio. <laughs> We're in his time, as promised, for misheard lyrics. Thank you so much for sending all of yours in. They're superb. Uh, and we start with, unfortunately, there was no name on this one. But, of course, who could forget when Frankie Goes to Hollywood did that whole thing about just relax, don't do it, if you want to suck or chew it. You remember that? Oh, yeah. When you want to suck or chew it, relax. I had the same. When you want to suck or chew it, relax. I used to sing that as a child myself. Suck a chew it. Chew it's so gr- one of the greatest sweets ever made. The blackcurrant chew it is just something else. I mean, and it was around the time of that, the advert with the, the uh, dinosaur at the Barrow and Furnace bus depot. Great times and great lyrics. Um, you should... <laughs> I love that you're writing a review for this. <laughs> Five stars, Matt Dyson, I mean, Absolute I Radio. The song was about something very, very different. Well, it but, was. Uh, you know, um, you, who doesn't love a chew it? You just said then, uh, whilst we were listening to James Bay, that you, you recently ate a whole tube of, of blackcurrant. A whole packet of blackcurrant, yeah, yeah. I mean, once you've had one, 
and yeah. just going right through this it. This was your, Amazing. like, Alan Partridge Toblerone. He <laughs> 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 yeah. just drove yeah, barefoot yeah. to Dundee. <laughs> did, yeah. um, Dave and Matt, my mum thought eating rifles by the jam was eat your trifle. I love the idea of this song all along being an ode to Paul Weller's favourite ever pudding. And lastly, and here we go, it is time for the kooks and naive, where Gil in London tells us that he thought they were singing, I know she knows I'm not from Alaska. Have a listen. I know she knows that I'm not from Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> I still that I've never known what the lyrics are to that bit, but I mean, you know, that's as good a shout as any. I know she knows that I'm not fond of asking. Fond of asking. Yes, not from Alaska, but thank you very much indeed for those. Spell a thought for Dave Berry. The Dave Berry Show. Sleep with Mac and Little Lies on the Dave Berry Show here on Absolute Radio, where we have tracked down the man himself. Please welcome to the show, Christian O'Connell. Good evening, Christian. No time check in the track of that song. <laughs> I've only just got my clock back. I've been lost. <laughs> so much to learn before you get on the breakfast show. <laughs> is, that wow. why you, is that why you wanted to come on the show, just to berate me about so much to no, learn? No, you know what? I genuinely wanted to come on to say good luck, and uh, I hope you and... Uh, who's the other guy he's in the studio with? Oh, Matt, Matt Dyson. Yeah, Matt Dyson. And... Hi, Christian. Uh, oh, hello, old mate. Yeah, 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 listen, Matt, really appreciate you going to the effort of getting me that leaving present. No way you didn't get me a thing. Hey, uh, yeah, I hasn't arrived yet. I'll tell you this, Christian, there's a very touching anecdote from Matt Dyson about you on the podcast intro, which is going to be available to download tomorrow. It's, it's, it yeah. was really nice. Genuinely, it are was. You trying to push, are you trying to push me to be a download listener? You need the numbers. <laughs> Just subscribe. Just subscribe. You know what, what Christian would want. I'm going to be doing tomorrow in my last 10 hours in this country listening to the podcast intro <laughs> from, from you two it's not one of them okay listen <laughs> to oh, the arrogance yeah. Uh. yeah download the podcast mate um, Christian let me ask you as you say there's the hours are ticking away um, how are you feeling about tomorrow morning's show I mean it really is something that everybody should listen to uh, your final uh, show for 12 years after 12 years how are you feeling do you know what? It's uh, it's uh, it's uh, it was it was tough doing today's show at times for me and Richie. You know, we could both feel it, and because it's now, it's been like you know something we've talked about. We know it's coming, but now it's getting so so close, and it was going so quick. It was um, it's uh, I'm I hope this doesn't sound the wrong way. I'm I'm absolutely dreading it because it won't feel like a normal show, and it can't because it isn't. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to do the show, and I want to have fun, but I'm also. It kind of like it's really, really hard. It's me really hard to leave tomorrow and and Richie and that show that I've done for, you know, twelve and a half years has been a massive part of my life. But I also know it is it is the right time to go and it's great time for you guys to take it on and, and do it differently and do it your own way and you will have you're really enjoying it the show that you start to build up there. You will love it. It's I've had the best job in the world and I think you two will be a, 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 a do a great show there and I wish you nothing but the best. Well, thank you very much indeed, mate. I was at uh, one of the radio conferences that we do 17 of a year, and um, I was I was saying that one of the things you told me... You'll be doing a lot more now because <laughs> yeah, I'm the I other know. side of the world. Part, part of Barzan of it all. But you were saying that you've got, you've got to run your own race, and I think that is such a true saying. And, you know, for any broadcaster, taking over, particularly for someone like yourself and, and Richie as well after 12 years, Matt and I are going to hopefully do our own thing, and we hope that the people like it. And obviously the same applies to you, but you're going to be not only taking over a new show, but doing it on the other side of the world. Uh, how, how are you feeling? 
Do you know what? It's going to be so weird because I'm going to finish tomorrow and two weeks later, I'm going to pop up the other side of the world in a city who's never heard of me, doesn't really care, hasn't asked for me, and I'm not going to, I'm not going to sound like any of them with a team that won't sound like me. I mean, sticking out like a sore thumb. It's just utterly surreal. It's, and, and suddenly at 45, what a bad career choice to go and become a foreigner. Um, I'm, suddenly, I'm suddenly an immigrant now. And it's that arrogance where, as Brits, we always think the rest of the world's foreigners and it's our world so it's going to be humbling to be honest and like starting again and it, it reminds me a bit of when I first started on XFM and it was why trying to get one listener at a time and it's going to be like that it's going to be hustling but I also find that really 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 exciting that really excites me. I mean, that's a proper challenge, right? That's living. Well, no, that certainly is. And it, you're going to be a roaring success. We know that because it's, it's not only well, going to be one list at a time, but with all the experience if, you have. If anything ever happens down there, okay, I could be like your go-to guy. I'm the man on the ground in Melbourne, right? Okay, so you're going to be our Australian correspondent and continue to be on The Breakfast Show. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, listen, you need the radio, mate. So, you know, it's all good. Hey, Christian, how's, how busy has the phone been today? Your phone has been blowing up. Uh, it's, but you know what? I, I ordered my takeaway curry, my last one for my favourite curry house oh. here in Dorking, right? And so I had a bit of time to kill. We're weighing suitcases at the moment and arguing and trying to divvy it all up. There's eight suitcases. It's a nightmare. So I was just taking a couple of calls. People were stunned. I'm still taking calls, and I've taken a couple today throughout the day. It's been it's an amazing thing to do. I'm having these personal chats with people and listening for a year or three or four years, and um, at the moment there's 552 WhatsApp messages. <laughs> oh, nice. um, you can call. I keep getting those. I keep getting those naked ones from you, Dave. It's yeah, very, no, well, hey, it's just a light. I just I want you to know what you're missing. That's <laughs> all. That you know, a carrot between your legs. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a light or... Hey, Daddy'll be waiting next time you come back to London. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> If you're going to send me one of those pics, then <laughs> can I give you a tip? Try and wake it up before it. <laughs> oh. um, OK, let's move this on to 07506 658 508 is the number to call Christian. Um, good luck tomorrow. Uh, Christian and the team will be back one last time from 6am on the hey, Absolute listen, Radio Dave, Breakfast Show. Listen, I know that you're going to be... Uh, you've got a really big challenge coming up as well. And that's what life is. You are ready for it. You're going to smash it. Savour it all, even the wobbles if you feel them. But um, you're not taking over from me. You're starting a brand new breakfast show, and it's time for that to happen. It's the right thing to happen. I'm I, uh, starting a new show. A breakfast show is a really, really, it's a, it's a really special thing. So take it all in and enjoy. It. You're going to be brilliant. Make it yours, Christian. Thank you very much indeed, mate. That's really lovely of you to say. And uh, as I say, good luck tomorrow, and good luck for all your adventures hey, in listen, the future. Dyson, not that you need it. Dyson, in all seriousness, drop dead. Okay. <laughs> The Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio. Today, Barry Show on Absolute Radio. Alex Zane off That There Sky Cinema is still with me. Hello. And now it is time for your on the spot quiz. Once again, I'm armed with a 15 second timer. Mm -hmm. So you have that aforementioned 15 seconds to name as many movies as you can, mm. starring right. Nicolas Cage. Okay. Uh, 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 the Wicker Man remake. What a weird place to start. Uh, Connor, uh, Raising Arizona, uh, The Rock, uh, Face Off. Uh, oh my gosh! Oh, The Bad Lieutenant, um, The Witch Hunter. Um, Put the bunny back in the box. Put the bunny back in the box. We have 
adjudicated seven, producer Amanda. Seven, I'll take that. That's, that's very impressive. That's not bad. Is it? Is it? Called, I mean, I might need to go and check and show, check. It's called the Witch Hunter. I think it is. Maybe it's six. I don't know. I'm sure. Six or seven. Six or seven. It's still good. Um, you didn't put in Captain Crowley's mandolin. <laughs> I didn't, and that's going to haunt me. Uh, I can't believe I missed out that classic. If I've said that you t- to you once, how many times have I said it? Um, Alex, you're with Pete Donaldson for the next few weeks. Mm-hmm. Yes, no, I heard. I heard that uh, you're going away and coming back again. That's, that's right. Yeah, I'm going to be going away and then coming back again, children. And other great stories. <laughs> um, but of course, you and Pete have been friends for many years, so it's great to know that this movie talkie section of the show is going to continue in great form. Alex, good to see you. Alex Zane. Thanks, Dave. The Dave Berry Show. On Absolute Radio.